This is Oscar Isaac talking about making Inside Lewin Davis all the time. Well, yeah, he's a he's a he's a guy that is not trying to ingratiate himself or, or you know doesn't use traditional means of warmth to to connect to people. So so yeah, so that was a, that was definitely a challenge to you know to you know not not that he's cool and detached. He actually runs very hot, but but he's he's kind of alienated himself to the to the point where he's he's just disconnected he's a stranger in a strange land you know sometimes the loneliest you can feel is when you're in a crowd and i think that's that's where he's at where it's just nothing's connecting and and it really it was very freeing <laughs> to not have to you know beg anyone for sympathy yeah um, you know and 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 the only time that he does open up is is when he uh when he shows that, when he when he plays his songs, I, I, a friend of mine sent me this poem, "The Bluebird" by Charles Bukowski, and I remember that kind of stayed. It was a mantra for me. And the, the poem starts: "There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. Wow. So I inhale cigarette smoke and I pour whiskey on him, and the whores and the bartenders never know that he's in there. And and you know, by the end of the poem, he says, "I only let him out at night sometimes when everyone's asleep." Uh, and I say, you know, I know you're still in there. <laughs> yeah. So that 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 was that's what the music is for Lewin is his bluebird. And this is required watching, where we watch the essential films from a list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host Trey Epps, and today we're talking about 2013's Inside Lewin Davis. If you ask me how to spell it, I wouldn't know how. <laughs> so hopefully, I got it right. This movie was directed by the Coen brothers and starring Oscar Isaac in his breakout role, Carrie Mulligan, Justin Timberlake, Adam Driver, John Goodman, and a whole host of people. And this is very simple. It's about a week in the life of a young singer as he navigates the Greenwich Village folk scene in 1961. Now, as a very huge folk music fan, I remember promptly getting my seat uh, getting my popcorn, ready for this film, and loving it. I did not know who Oscar Isaac was. I I am sure I, I didn't have an understanding of the Coen brothers at this time. And I was fully immersed in a world that I already love. This movie came off the backs of, you know, the, the, the popularization of this folky, of, I guess folk music is, is kind of, like popularized folk music. Uh, Marcus Mumford does the soundtrack, and I believe that's not music supervision, but that's a hand in the music in this film. But uh, Mumford and Sons was around at this time, the Civil Wars, a bunch of other bands like these, and people loved it. It was all, they were all about it, or were very tired of it. Of course, this was around the time of the hipster coming, coming, or probably at its height. Um, So this kind of movie was certainly my cup of tea, and still is my cup of tea. I mean, I think this is where everyone started to look at Oscar Isaac and, and, and was amazed by what he could do, the range that he had. And I will absolutely thank the Coen brothers for their amazing ability, much like in True Grit, much like in No Country for Old Men, which we have covered or will have covered. Much like a lot of their films, they were able to create a cast, create an ensemble that that really played off of each other, filled with veteran actors who we all know and love, giving them really small bit parts, a few scenes that they can dip in and out of. Of course, that's the best way to do it. But really allowing someone who isn't or doesn't have that name recognition, at least yet, have their moments. We saw that in Haley Steinfeld. We saw that in Javier Bardem. And we get to see it in, in this film with Oscar Isaac. I, I 
I, I don't know Oscar's acting history. I don't know where he was. I'm not sure. I should have looked it up, but I'm not sure where he was before this film. But I know it was this point that broke him out into the Hollywood system and allowed him to be, I think, a fairly decent household name that he is now. And I, and I, I think I think the Coen brothers, and I certainly talk about it in the No Country for Old Men podcast, but I think... I, I kind of watched these two movies accidentally, very, very close to each other accidentally. And it's a no-brainer that the Coen brothers have a really good hand on what they want to do with their process. And 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 you can see on screen that they are meticulous about the shots they get, mainly because I don't think I see a lot of directors doing the same things that they do in the same way that they do it. And yes, that style, that signature, that's voice. But I also think I don't know. I also think it's control. I think it's. I think. I think the way they have a handle on their feature is unlike a lot of other directors. I think it, it's what you know that everyday filmmaker that we don't know the name that we don't know the name of, and and the Coen Brothers, a complete different story. My wife is coming home. As I'm currently writing a music drama, what I loved most about this film was that it was very slice of life. I won't bore you or bother you with my theories on the cat. I'm sure we all have them. There have been essays about them, about it. But I, I think there's something really important about allowing the music to guide you and using music as a gimmick. And I think the real heart of this film lands in, or even rests in, on uh, Oscar Isaac's shoulders. And I think he carries it in such a way that I'm not sure many actors could. The music, on the other hand, is a companion piece to to the film. I listen to this album regularly, as I think it, it feels really authentic to the time, of which I wasn't alive for, but it feels really authentic to the time, and it really... Honestly, I think Oscar Isaac just has a great voice, and, and the rest of, you know, Marcus Mumford and, and Justin Timberlake, all, all the people on the album really, really have really great voices, and again allowed me to sink into a a world that was being built in in less than a week of of time that was shown on the on the on the film now some of my favorite parts of this film are things like you know that dinner table scene where oscar isaac is 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 (laughs) being asked to play music and he reluctantly does and 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 i think in a moment of vulnerability and heartache which he carries around with him the entire film he he breaks into song and and the woman and next one we never quite understand their relationship my assumption is that it's it's mike's mother but she starts to sing and and we get this outburst from lewin and we get this outburst from her and it's 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 the tension is so palpable because we both know they're they're saying these things we're yelling at each other but it's not what it's not what's hurting them. What's hurting them is 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 you know this this grief that we barely talk about. It's the loss of this character that we don't know, and I think it really comes to a head in that scene, which was beautiful, and the music was great, and we get another moment of Oscar Isaac kind of live playing, and that's not something that happens very often. And I think this entire film was played like that. I think everything was was very much being taped live. The soundtrack is different, but. It's all very live, which I appreciate. Again, adds that layer of authenticity to it. But neither here nor there. I won't bother you much longer with this review, other than to say that I 
thoroughly enjoyed it. And to no surprise, of course, I think it's required watching. I think I think this is a genre very specifically that needs attention. The music drama space needs needs a fine hand in order to execute it right. I think it's almost always an execute only, not because the music has to be good, but the surrounding story has to be good. The amount of music has to be good. Where we, where and how we do things has to again. It's all execution based. The Cohen brothers, and with the help of T. Burn Burnett and Marcus Mumford and whoever whoever else played a hand in that, did a, a great job with making sure that this film spoke quite true to, I think, the music scene, at least that of which we're meant to be aware of, and the Cohen brothers' ability to make an ensemble and to tell a story that has layers and have characters that have layers that live and breathe in the time that happens on the screen as well as off the screen. We're very aware from Carrie Mulligan's entrance, shall we say, that she and 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 Lewin have this relationship, but we know nothing else about it, and we're not meant to know anything else about it. We know that Lewin Davis has just discovered in this week that he has a child somewhere, and beyond seeing him take that in and his decision to not get off on the highway, which I would have loved to to experience that firsthand is 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 telling again it gives depth to the characters you know we don't need to see everything and i think i think if anything the coen brothers have a really good hand at restraint like their expertise is is knowing how much to how much to give and pull it in a way so the audience can make it all up as i talk about it, i'm thinking about other parts of the film and lumen davis's character and how much he wanted this fame how much he wanted to be not fame, he wanted the success of, of a musician and, and how much this is actually a tragedy because he never gets it. He signs away his royalties. He, 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 doesn't have, he, you know, he can't even escape to go to the armed forces. He gets beat up. Like, and he's willing to throw it all away, including the recognition of his, of his child that he didn't even know he had to try to make it happen. And I think that's what we all try to do with our art, especially is we try really, really hard to... Make sure that that we're protecting this, you know, our baby and our artistic baby. And Lubin is no different. And I think that comes even at the consequence of losing the people and the things around us. You know, he doesn't have a coat, which I, I can only imagine why or why the Cohen brothers made that made that choice. You know, his, his partner, his, his partner that we didn't know, killed himself. Pardon me, died by su- by suicide. And the assumption that I make because of that is feels so rich because I'm able to think about it after the film. And uh, the Coen brothers do a great job of allowing audience members to take what they what they need away and coming up and filling in the lines a little bit more. So they hold the puzzle pieces up to you, but don't exactly give you the completed story, which I think can, can go terribly wrong. But with the Coen brothers, they make it oh so right in, a, in what I think is a very satisfying way. But I am not... The end all be a halt. What do you think? Yeah, tell me what you think. I'm really interested in what you think about this film specifically. So leave a comment. And most importantly, leave a review. Whether that's in a comment box on YouTube or on iTunes, it'd be really important to, to know what you guys think. This is a film club, and I really, really want to hear your guys' voices. Um, and also, we're going to be doing giveaways. And we're going to be doing random giveaways for to random people who have been leaving comments and giving reviews. And we'll read them and, and go over them, good, bad, or indifferent. So. Leave a five-star review, of course, but uh, we always appreciate your voice. So until next time, like always, uh, required watching is a film club. So until 
Bye-bye. Peace.